Thanksgiving is not just a holiday, it is a way of life. As we study the scriptures with Scott Pauley today, we pray that God will help us learn how to develop grateful hearts and homes. In recent days, I have been so deeply convicted personally about how quickly I forget the goodness of God. Uh, how easy it is for me to just let go by the wayside all of the blessings that the Lord has bestowed upon my life. And I must tell you that that is a very dangerous thing. It's not only dangerous because we fail to give God praise, though He's worthy of that, it's also dangerous because of what it leads to. You see, when you and I begin to be ungrateful for God's goodness, it leads to evil. Uh, when we fail to realize how good God has been to us, that is the garden in which so many evil things grow. That's why gratitude is the one thing that will help you not only to get right with God, it will help you to stay right with God. I'm convinced of that. And so I bring you to a verse today that will teach us this truth. It's Romans chapter 2 and verse number 4, where the Apostle Paul writes, Or despisest thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and longsuffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance? What is he saying here? He's saying that when we forget how good God has been, how much He's put up with, and how long-suffering He has been with us, we're in dangerous position. We're on dangerous ground. You may know many things, but if you fail to know the goodness of God, then my friend, you are a candidate for sin and for falling, and for failure, because you've taken your eyes off of the goodness of God. Now listen to the last phrase of the verse. The Bible says, The goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. Oh, I love that truth. God doesn't drive a man to repentance. What does He do? He seeks to lead a man to repentance. How does He do that? He shows us His goodness. In my own life, so many times, uh, the Lord, when I have been backslidden in my heart and cold and indifferent, has bestowed some blessing on me. And immediately my thought has been, well, I don't deserve that. And it is as if the Holy Spirit has said, you never deserve it. Don't you understand that this is just the goodness of God? And you see, that it is the goodness of God that is to melt our heart. It's the goodness of God that's to get our attention and to remind us, look, friend, God is waiting for you with open arms. Do you remember that prodigal son the Lord Jesus talked about in Luke chapter number 15? When he finally came to himself, what was it that brought him to himself? Luke 15, 17, when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? What was it that brought him to his senses? It was the goodness of his father. It was the good resources that the father had in plenteous store that he was missing out on. You see, could it be today that God's great chastening in your life is not only to bring some, some evil thing that might prod you back to Him, but also the remembrance of some good thing that might draw you back to Him? I think that's exactly what happened in the life of David in Psalm 51 you remember this psalm of repentance. He confesses his sin to God. 
But he doesn't begin with his sin. He begins with who God is and the goodness of God. Psalm 51 verse 1 says, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me throughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sin, for I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me against thee. Thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight. What is he saying? He's saying, I've done evil against a good God. I have sinned against the Holy One. May I say to you that the right kind of gratitude and thankfulness will lead people to repentance. Because it will not simply talk about the blessings. It will lead them to the one who sent the blessings to start with. And the one to whom we're going to give an account someday when we come face to face with God. Look, what I'm teaching you today, I'm trying to learn myself. I'm speaking to myself. You see, I want to stay near God. I don't want to wander from God. I don't want to let my heart stray. But what's the one thing that's going to keep me close? I think one of those things that will keep us near to God is a reminder constantly of His goodness. Isaac Watts said it this way, When I survey the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died, my richest gain I count but loss and poor contempt on all my pride. In other words, the great motivation is my gratitude to the Lord. I believe that's exactly what the Apostle Paul taught in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. You see, gratitude not only keeps you away from sin, but it motivates you to service. He writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14, For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. Now listen to verse 15, And that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. What is he saying? He's saying in light of all that God has done for us, what should we do for him? If He died for you, if He's been that good to you, don't you think you ought to live your life for Him? It's the same thing He says basically in Romans chapter 12 and verse number 1 when He says, I beseech thee therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice based on His mercies, based on His goodness. I'd like to challenge you to do something today. I'd like to challenge you to find a quiet place to get alone with God. All week we've talked about the goodness of God and learning to be thankful. But watch this please. Praise and repentance are always connected to one another. Always connected to one another. One always produces the other. When I repent of my sins and I find forgiveness and cleansing, it's going to prompt me to give praise to the God who forgave me. But when I begin to praise the Lord for His goodness, it too will lead me back to repentance. Because it's going to remind me that the Lord who has been so good to me has not really received from me what He deserved. The very next verse in our text in Romans chapter 2, right after it says, The goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance, says this, But after thy hardness and impenitent heart treasurest up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. What is he saying? He's saying if you sin against God's goodness then in the end, you'll see God's anger. If you reject the goodness of God, then the Lord will have to do other things in His wrath to get your attention. You'll answer to God for those things. And so my challenge you 
to, to you today is a very simple one, and it's a very sober one, frankly. When we think of thanksgiving, we think of happy thoughts, and we should, but it also brings holy thoughts. Now, this should drive us to find our prayer closet today, get alone with God, and to say to the Lord, Lord, forgive me of my ingratitude, and forgive me of every evil in my life, every sin against the goodness of God. You see, every sin is a sin against love. Every sin is a sin against a loving, good, patient, merciful God. Don't despise that grace today. Don't take that for granted today. Know in the words of Scripture, let the goodness of God lead you to repentance. We thank God for you and trust that today's study was an encouragement in your journey with Christ. For additional helps, visit us online at scottpauley.org. And remember, grateful people are the ones enjoying the journey.